Good evening, listeners. Thank you for being here today on Radio Naira. My name is Priya Amaresh, and I am happy to be here this evening to share with you the topic of Dharma, Karma, and Yoga. Dharma, the path of righteousness. Karma, the path of action. Yoga, the path of righteous action. These three terms have become universal and have surreptitiously seeped their way into the English language. The practice of yoga has become so prevalent and popular among all sectors of society and among all age groups of our communities. From preschools to senior community centers, from prisons to corporate offices, people have been experiencing the incredible benefits of yoga, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Yoga has transcended over 5,000 years and has found its unshakable place in today's society. Yoga is here to stay. The practice of yoga keeps us on the dharmic path. We are just at the shoreline of where yoga can lead us. Some are just dipping their feet while others are soaking their feet in the soothing waters of yoga. And those who merge into the practice experience the pacifying and strengthening effects that yoga has on us individually as well as globally. If we adhere to the principles of yoga, the practice becomes energizing. The teachings become mesmerizing and the outcomes are amazing. You may wonder, what has increased the spread and awareness of yoga? What draws us to the practice of yoga? What impact does yoga really make on us personally, socially, and universally? And how did it all of a sudden make such a resurgent into the world? In the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna states, Yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata Abhyuttanam dharmasya tadatmanam shrijamyaham paritranaya sadhunam vinayascha dushkritam dharma sangstapanartaya sambhavami yuge yuge Lord Krishna, who in Hinduism is the divine teacher or the supreme consciousness, states in this Sanskrit phrase, O oh, dear ones, whenever there is decay of righteousness and there is exaltation of unrighteousness, then I will appear. I will appear for the protection of the good and for the destruction of evil. I will appear from age to age whenever and wherever I am needed for the sake of firmly establishing dharma, righteousness. So, why is the concept the practice and the awareness of yoga arrived into our lives so pervasively. It is because we needed it. Our health and our lives are heading to decay. Our karma or our actions were going wayward. We were driven towards gaining results, gaining materials, gaining status. And as a society, we became careless, mindless, and overwhelmed riding on the roller coaster of life. A tumultuous roller coaster ride that shook us off the dharmic path. We swerved from dharma, the righteous path, as we were swayed by the distractions, the temptations, and the immediate gratifications of the sensuous world. Well, now we are tired, confused, unhealthy, and unsatisfied. And finally, we are ready to get off the roller coaster. We begin to see that this life and the journey to joy doesn't require so many ups and downs. The treats we give ourselves a little excessively become mistreats. And the excuses we make to get out of being responsible become mishaps. Nonetheless, we do need a path, however with less bumps and dips and less fleeting joys.
We need a path that leads us to share our true nature. This leads me to talk about honoring our dharmic path, one which is steady, calm, and leveled. We need this path that gives us real, everlasting joy. So as Lord Krishna stated in the Gita, He will arrive when there is disharmony, imbalance, or unrighteousness. When the universe knows what we need and what we deserve, we will be served accordingly. Therefore, the concept of yoga landed at our doors as a divine intervention. Now we just need to open the doors of our hearts and minds and receive the teachings that will help clear our doubts, our fears, and our anxieties. We have to trust that these yogic teachings will guide us to our dharma and allow us to feel more fulfilled in life. What does yoga teach us? Sage Patanjali, the father of the Yoga Sutras, gives us a clear understanding of dharma and right living. In Ashtanga Yoga, the eight limbs of yoga, Sage Patanjali shares the yamas and the niyamas as the first two limbs. Yamas are five social behaviors to follow, such as non-violence, truthfulness, non-stealing, non-hoarding, and self-control. The niyamas are five social observances, such as cleanliness, happiness, self-discipline, self-study, and surrendering to the divine. Sage Patanjali offers these guidelines for social action as the foundational habits that when upheld with a pure mindset will lead to a life of peace and happiness. The remaining six limbs also help us reach towards our ultimate goal. We're all familiar in yoga with the asanas, the third limb, which gives us the physical practices to help keep the body fit and healthy. The fourth limb, pranayama, teaches us to acknowledge our breath, lengthen our life. The fifth limb, pratyahara, reminds us of withdrawing the senses from the worldly distractions. The sixth limb is dharana, learning to concentrate on a single focal point. Dhyana is a seventh limb, which teaches us about meditation, contemplation, clearing our minds and staying focused. And the eighth limb, samadhi, is the experience of union with the divine. Here, there is no separation from the universal consciousness. This is the ultimate state of bliss. Now that we know what yoga teaches us, why do we delay getting on the path? It is time to act in a way that helps us to make progress in our life, not just physically, socially, or financially, but spiritually. Yoga prescribes a way of life that aligns our karma and our dharma. Yoga reminds us to perform our actions, our karmas, wisely, in a way that fulfills our duties, our dharma, righteously. However we act, wisely or otherwisely, consequences are imminent and our dharma or our true nature will not let us back down until we have performed wisely. We each have our own dharma, our unique path. Dharma is personal and also universal. You can think of dharma in four parts. Dharma as in the universal dharma, ruttu dharma. We are part of nature, not above it or dominating it. We realize we are guests on this planet with responsibilities to nature. And we become a part of nature, so we must seek harmony with the universal path, the sustaining cosmic force. Social dharma is a second part. This entails our national, societal, and occupational responsibilities. The work we have to do in the world, 
The share of challenges, gifts, obstacles, and victories we engage in is part of a collective dharma. As we participate in the social dharma to evolve in our spiritual goals. The third dharma, ashrama dharma, is our human dharma. Four stages we experience as a human. As we mature the body, the mind, the emotions through these stages, from a student whose dharma is to study and learn, a householder whose dharma is to support and nourish, a retired advisor to guide the younger generations, and finally a spiritual seeker to find the ultimate truth. The fourth quadrant or fourth part of dharma is swadharma. This is our personal dharma, our own law, based on two things. The sum of our accumulated karmas, which is our past and present deeds, good or bad, as well as the three dharmas of this life, the universal, human, and social dharmas that we engage in. Swadharma is designed by our background and experiences, our tendencies and desires. Swadharma is our true nature. It determines our personality, profession, and associations. When we acknowledge our Swadharma, we know the voice of our soul. We feel content and at peace with ourselves and the world. In today's yoga context, the concept of Dharma is a reminder to oneself not to compare with your neighbor or the person on the mat next to you. On and off the mat, do your practice with compassion. Know your personal limitations and express gratitude for your personal gifts. Most importantly, let go of any attachment to the outcome of your actions and uphold the righteous path and act for the greater good with your peaceful actions and mindful conduct. That is your dharma. Again in the Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna reminds us, Shreyan svadharma vigunaha paradharma svaanushtitat svabhava niyatam karma Lord Krishna says, It is better to do your own dharma, even imperfectly, than someone else's dharma perfectly. Our dharmas are bigger than us. The specific courses to chart in the world may not be easy to navigate. But Krishna, the teacher, reminds us that it is better to forge ahead than take a path that wasn't meant for us. The effort we put into following our dharma is as important as any result or outcome. It is the labor and not the fruits that are important. So every time you find yourself wondering, what am I doing here and what is my purpose? The answer is simple. You are a manifestation of the divine in a physical form. You are a part of a big picture and you have been given a role to play in this universe. Your goal is to know your unique role and play it out perfectly so that you experience fulfillment and bliss and discover your inner divinity. Unraveling your dharma includes figuring out what to do with yourself on every level. We often think of dharma as a single grand and glorious purpose, but every action from the most mundane to the most profound is of importance to the soul. Driving your kid to soccer practice or peeling vegetables for your dinner can and should be an expression of your dharma. Or even listening to this talk may be your dharma at the moment. Whatever action or task you take on, let it be fulfilling and complete. Just remember, the dharma of the now, which may seem trivial 
can be very much intertwined with your larger purposes. An ancient Vedic sage described the natural unfolding of spirit in these beautiful words. I am the immeasurable potential of all that was, is, and will be. And my desires are like seeds left in the ground. They wait for the right season and then spontaneously manifest into beautiful flowers and mighty trees, into enchanted gardens and majestic forests. Stay on the path, follow your dharma. Practice yoga. It's a great tool to lead us towards our higher goals. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to share with you this topic of dharma, karma, and yoga. Again, I am Priya Amaresh. I am a yoga teacher locally in the Cary, Raleigh, Durham area. You can look me up, omshaktiyoga.com. And I also am currently the Hindu chaplain for the Duke University students. It is my pleasure to share with you this topic for this evening. Have a wonderful day.